Welcome to the Drive Time Pod. It's a show where we talk about whatever the fuck we want. My name's Mariah. I'm Corey. And I'm Sarah. And today I need everybody to grab their pitchforks, their silver sticks, their holy water, their nearest hot person from a 2000s film. It is the one, the only Van Helsing. Oh man, what is everybody drinking? I'm drinking nothing because it's nighttime and I'm in my room and I forgot to grab water. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Nice. Um, I I just finished my tea. I had a ginger, no, peach turmeric tea, herbal tea for the night time. But now I'm drinking water. Sounds good. I love Corey. it. I've got a um, Christmas ale from Breckenridge Brewery because it's 2020 and there's no seasons anymore. We're just putting things out. Correct. <laughs> Listen. Whatever Christmas, like Christmas starts, like if PSL season starts september 1st christmas can start whenever it wants to yeah basically it doesn't matter anyway especially in retail it starts in august or september so yeah 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 anyway all those crazy people who like to plan ahead oh my gosh Uh, no thank you not me my uncle Mm -hmm. is the man who my entire life has shopped for us on christmas eve and I, love that. I just, I always, you always get a movie from him. It might be the list because the others aren't there. <laughs> Naturally. A little bit of a gift card, you know, like 10 bucks from Target and a bag of your favorite candy. Always a classic. And he always gets it on Christmas Eve. <laughs> I love that. Right. Like the consistency. Yeah. And I just, I, I strive to be yeah. him someday. Honestly, <laughs> but, but you won't. Iconic. <laughs> iconic Corey. i feel like you're also too much of a planner to even yeah i'm already yeah. i'm already making your guys's christmas gifts Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious i have not thought about christmas at all but you know the first time i think about christmas is november 1st maybe november 2nd yeah. that's fair i like that's to, fair. i like to think about my holidays one at a time chronologically so i like mm-hmm. to think about christmas after thanksgiving Mm, yeah Yeah, i a ton of time but i always forget that thanksgiving's a thing and then also i'm like slightly ideal ideologically opposed to it so understandable um, yeah and um i'm i'm slowly but surely becoming that person at family gatherings that's like annoying about (laughs) (laughs) yes like like, what are you thankful for i'm thankful for my ancestors who (laughs) um repeatedly (laughs) did genocide upon many different groups so that i could have all of the things that i have today (laughs) what are you thankful for dad <laughs> I feel like that goes over real well. Oh, it goes over in, super in, well in my conservative family. That's yeah. 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 Especially yeah, with my old ass staunch Republican family members. Oh yeah, it goes over super well. You know, uh-huh. the, I'm also the person who gets invited to my family's gender reveal parties and they're like <laughs> Oh my gosh. So we're going to do this thing where you, if you come in dressed in pink or blue, depending on the gender, 
So and then I just show up in white because gender is a social construct, and this whole party is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I only here it. for the food, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I have a Halloween shirt. I've only been to two gender reveal parties, both of which I was greatly opposed to, but uh, I loved my friends enough to go. But I wore it says "Which way to the wine," <laughs> and it's got a witch on it and. Yeah, it's great. And I just, that's all I wear to those kinds of parties. I'm like, yo, not participating, but I would like some booze. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what? So what do you think the baby will be? A baby. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> A human. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, we anyway, get to that is a should we... fun tangent. Yeah, so good. I mean, we're so known for them. Um, we're not true. known for anything. <laughs> Anyway, um, Van Helsing, Van Helsing, Sarah, this was your choice. Take it over. It was my choice. Take it over. Okay. So I feel like I need to preface this. Um, I think it's a slightly odd choice when you look at me and our grouping as I'm not really a big fall or Halloween or spooky person. Uh I hate pumpkin spice. I like I don't care about fall and apple picking and pumpkin patch like people went to pumpkin patches this weekend and I'm like ugh that sounds awful <laughs> and um and like all of the those like fall things right and then consequently with spooky season I was raised in a very christian conservative family where we only did halloween in the form of dressing up and getting candy but it was made very clear like from the beginning that my parents don't like Halloween. So I didn't see like anything really ever spooky or whatever. Halloween-esque. Some things I haven't seen to this day. Uh, but like Nightmare Before Christmas, I didn't see until I was in college. But. That's crazy to me. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like it just, I don't know. I also got scared really easily as a kid. So that could have been part of it. But then part of it was things that my parents didn't really think we should be watching or want us to watch. And then I never got around to watching it. Um, Mm -hmm. But all of that to say, in 2004, when I was 13, I remember seeing this movie in the theater. Nice. And I remember cutting out um, newspaper clippings. Or making newspaper clippings, but cutting out newspaper articles about Van Helsing. Um, because we used to get the newspaper delivered every day and there was a movie section back before we had mm-hmm. an, a phone with IMDb and all of that The stuff. go section in the Colorado Springs Gazette. <laughs> there, but it was, I actually, I was in California at the time and oh, so it was something yeah, yeah. different. And so I have, and I have them still. I do believe, um, I had cut them out and I put, I glued them on cardboard, um, Cardboard paper? No. What's the word? Construction paper. <laughs> Dude, guys, tired. Cardboard paper. You're, we're doing great. We're doing real for great. For the listeners, this for the listeners. We are recording this at we're recording it past o'clock at night. Corey and Ryan's birthday. Yeah. Uh, Bur- yeah. Birth- <laughs> birthday. Bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> it's ironically not my bedtime. I stay up late late all the time. But no, I still have them i think unless i got rid of them recently but i had like articles from lord of the rings at the goal at the academy awards and i had van helsing 
And I just remember loving this movie. And I haven't watched it in 10 years. But when we mentioned it in the Mummy episode, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like low-key obsessed with that film at the age of 13. (laughs) And I love it. We should talk about it. And then I just watched it today. And the nostalgia was real. Like it's real. It's so real. It was so insane. And I'm like, oh wow. Oh wow. Like things that had an effect on me at the age of 13 that I didn't realize. Right? Mariah, you texted. What did you say when you texted us? This is literally my sexual (laughs) awakening. Right? (laughs) Like, and then there were things that like I didn't even realize. I think I understood that this movie was sexual very overtly so but Mm -hmm. i didn't understand it all oh i mean like i would i i wasn't until i was it wasn't until i was in high school i knew what an erection was so like there's a lot of girl what Uh um but my my mom my mom was married when she found out what a clitoris was so i'm at least better than that no Oh. But this is this is just like the I'm giving you so much extra information and backstory as to why like this movie was right impactful on my life. Um, so yeah, I just kind of wanted to start with. I mean, obviously, I saw it when it came out, and I love it. Um, but like for Mariah and Corey, when did you first see it? Do you like it, etc.? Oh, I have watched this movie obsessively in middle school like um <laughs> me and my friends in because in the, like seventh grade drama class we were all really into um Pirates of the Caribbean yes and so I remember going to see this with um my friends Kyle and Richard um and by the way that's that's Claire's Richard, if you case you didn't yeah, know. I did um, not. Yeah, yeah. Me, I was friends with Richard before Carl was with us. Anyway, um, <laughs> just so you know. But, um, and I remember seeing it and I was like, oh my God. I have never seen anyone as hot as Kate Beckinsale in this movie. Yep. Um, like literally I, I went to go see it in theaters maybe like four or five times. A um, couple of times by myself, I think. Um, and then I was, and then when it came out on DVD, I would always go to my friend Katie's house and we would like watch it like every weekend. It felt like. <laughs> <laughs> um, like it's just so ridiculous and mm-hmm. it's so good and it's so campy and it was one of the first like horror film movies that I had like voluntarily watched mm-hmm. because it's not really scary right yeah like it's it's so silly and then um I was um I went to when I went to with I went to Universal Studios around that same time. And so the same way that, Sarah, you were talking about, like, the um, during the Mummy episode where you went to the Mummy, like, walkthrough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a Van Helsing walkthrough. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> for, like, that haunted house. And I was, I think, 
I was like, this is amazing. And then like my went with my brother and the werewolf at the very end scared him so bad that he took off like down <laughs> the like little street there. And like because oh, no. he was like I, I was like what twelve, so he must have been nine. Oh, yeah. And so it's just like, oh my god, yeah. so cute. Um, so I love this movie. I periodically will watch it like maybe once every two or one or two years. Mm-hmm. Um it's so good. Um and so stupid. Yes. It is it is bafflingly stupid. <laughs> it really is. Like like the mummy is like like at least it has like a plot that kind of makes sense. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's so good. Corey. I was today years old when I saw this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I thought you officially right all the way through or had you slept through seeing it before uh, i definitely have never seen this movie the thing i was thinking about was something completely different <laughs> excellent oh my gosh oh, i'm good. so happy uh, what did you think about it <laughs> uh it was okay <laughs> i didn't love it like you guys have i feel like there's a deep nostalgia factor to this movie that oh i don't 100 sure. percent yeah no like i don't know what i would think about it if i watched it today for the first time yeah i mean it i would i would be like they're hot but this is kind of a ridiculous move like story yeah and and i mean i love a good bad movie um i just i'm not necessarily a huge fan of vampires and okay werewolf thingies mm. so like mm. the mummy was great um, but that wasn't really bad, but you know, like there's been other like bad movies that I'll watch that I really like, but I think the mythical, it just was like, too much for me. I didn't hate okay. it. I will say that like, it wasn't awful, but there were a couple of times when I found myself like scrolling on Ulta's website and then going, Oh crap, I have to pay attention to this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about this for, for our podcast. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I can't be <laughs> um that's totally fair. But like, it is. But I mean all in all, I see why I mean people are insanely hot. Um there's the hilarious friar who also has like, you know, bombs and guns. Yeah. So I literally good. my note for when he showed up was Faramir with guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um so hilarious but just like well we can we can like talk about it in order or whatever but there was just a couple things where i was like okay what is what is happening what is what is going on or like scenes that just took like too long like fight scenes were just like a little too long and so you'd get like and they're not as fun as the mummy you know yeah yeah i think part of it is even though like we were talking before we started recording like there are some really great lines but I think it's not as quippy, you know? No, absolutely um, not. Dur- especially, like, during fight scenes, at, like The Mummy. Whereas in the middle of fighting, Brandon Fraser saying something ridiculous and you're laughing and it's helping pass the time. Whereas it's, these I, are very in- bacon, like it's, intense. Yeah, it's um, it's like... So the reason I think that is is because... Van Hels- or sorry, The Mummy is 1999. Yeah. And it's the 90s. Mm-hmm. 
Van Helsing is so clearly post 9-11. Yes. Yeah. Like it's it's I feel like it's so clear that they wanted it to be more campy and more fun. But um, the the trends of the time were gearing tw- up towards things like um, Batman Begins and like darker, grittier movies. And so like this is like kind of straddling that line of like fun camp and dark and gritty. And in some places it works, in some places it doesn't. So, um, yeah, like it, it definitely feels like an early 2000s movie. Like the nation is still reeling from the 9-11 attacks and our cinema is reflected in that. So, yes, yeah. And, and it's also uh, po- just after all three Lord of the Rings movies came out. Mm-hmm. So, so my brother walked in at the last like half hour and there was just some stuff I can't quite mm-hmm. remember what was happening but he goes oh so it's like vampires and werewolves and I was like I don't know and then like Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde was in the beginning and like mm-hmm. it's it's like they wanted um, like everything you've ever heard of is true and sometimes that's too much for a movie like that um, and I so agree. it was like that's where for me like I would get like I would check out because it's like it's too much for your suspension of disbelief. Like you're just like, can you just give me vampires and then be done? But we have Frankenstein and Dr. Jekyll and we have vampires and werewolves and Valkyries or like not Valkyries, but they're like brides of Dracula now. Then we have baby vampires and like it's like there's a good story. but There's too many um, like fairy tale elements to keep track of. Hmm. Yeah, I think that, like, as I was watching it, I was like, this would have been a much better, like, HBO series mm-hmm. or a video game. Like, Which, this would have been a I was going to say, by the way, it is a TV yeah, show. there's, when I, when I was trying to find it at first, there are so many Van Helsing things out there. That's why I texted you guys and was like, is this the, I'm just, I think it's older. It's the 2004 with Hugh Jackman? Because there's, like, um, a series on Netflix. There's, like, two or three movies on um, Amazon Prime. Like, it, it's it, there's a lot to it. Yeah, there's one where it's on Netflix and she's Vanessa Helsing. So, like, she's the... She's Van. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. a distant relative of famous vampire hunter Abraham Van Helsing. So, and that's a, it looks like it's ongoing. Um, so. I've tried watching it. Not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I. Th- Unfortunately. No, I know. I really wanted to watch <laughs> it. And I was like. Uh, I think. Uh, I think it's too much Wyoming in it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's understandable. What I think the issue is, is it, it tries to really combine all of these stories i i've always thought in my head and maybe it's because i saw this movie at such a young age that um frankenstein and dracula and like jekyll and hyde all happened at the same time so that i don't know i always got frankenstein and dracula mixed up but vampires versus werewolves does not seem weird for me mostly because i've watched Mm. a ton of vampire diaries and i've seen underworld which is actually quite good um it's bad but good and kate beckinsale is in it and theo james is in it and what's not to love yeah Um, well kate beckinsale is just so good but 
is oh, vampire. I, fr- I block that out. I block and completely. It doesn't exist in my mind. That's most fair. Of the time. That's fair. That, that's so. This is my thing. Um, because I don't. I don't want to like shit on it. I actually did appreciate a lot of it. But like, if they had just done like just Dracula and werewolves, it would have been good. You know what I mean? But yeah. then you add in Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster, and like, there was just like too many elements. And so it was getting mm-hmm. confusing. But yeah, I, I, um, more to like to spoil it, it took me a minute at the end to figure out what had happened. But then I was like, oh, they needed a vampire to kill the Dracula, like, or not a vampire. They needed a, a werewolf, werewolf to kill the vampire. And like, that's why they were never able to kill him because they never had that or whatever. Yeah. I almost wanted to kind of like dive deeper into the, not, during this podcast but like in my own brain separate from it dive deeper into the lore because he kept calling him gabriel right and he said he was the left hand yeah. of god and i'm like where where is that lore coming from because that has so, nothing to do with dracula and frankenstein right and so i think what they were going for is like this other layer of christianity because you know he's like Van Helsing is like this instrument right. of the church, right? Yeah. So I think what they're implying is that Dracula, because um, at the very end they realize, oh, it's like um, he's actually a Valerios, like he's like Dracula is one one of these like long lost family members, um, and so I think what's implied is that he's actually like maybe a demon or like Satan himself, and so who fights Satan himself is actually not Jesus yeah. and a lot of like that lore. It's actually the Archangel Gabriel. Yes. Who's uh... the so, um, right. So, and like, that's what I think they were going for. But, um, unless you're super well versed in like doomsday lore, <laughs> who's going to know? Yeah. <laughs> like, even, like, I feel like I was like, looked that up when I was like, maybe in 10th grade. I was like, what? fuck is he getting called gabriel i just noticed that because his name in the books is abraham van helsing because he's named after the author bram stoker like it's bram stoker's favorite character um Mm -hmm. so just like uh Mm -hmm. but you know stephen summers did his thing and he did it okay so yeah (laughs) yeah you know all right well let's talk about all of the sexy people in this movie Okay, I will say, in the very first scene in black and white, and everyone was super attractive, and I was just like, this is going to be great. And I wrote very, (laughs) there was also like very like what we do in the shadows vibes in that first part. Uh And I was <laughs> yeah, right? I was just like, because it was like a little silly, and, but Dracula was like super hot. And, even, and you recognize, have you, you recognized him? No. Oh, was I supposed to? Who is he? Yes. Oh my god. He is Richard Roxburgh. He's the Duke he... from Moulin Rouge. Oh, I only saw that movie once, like a long time ago. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Have you seen The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which well, is also a movie that is like Let me tell this? you legitimately that's my final Three. note. No, no, no. That's my final note in my in my notes. Because when the movie ended, it was like movies like this up next, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And I just went, This checks out. <laughs> <laughs> i love the yes. league of extraordinary gentlemen it is so yeah. garbage like it is even more garbage than this movie. Oh, yeah man ah oh, yes okay um but yeah uh 
Richard Roxburgh is way hot and Australian. Oh, okay. We love okay. to see it. Yeah. He's he was super hot. Yeah. yeah. But the first see my first memory of ever seeing him was in Moulin Rouge. My parents love that movie and they'd let us see it minus the rape scene when we were little. Right. Or the oh, almost really? rape right. scene. Right. Yeah. Um and so that's when I then watched Van Helsing, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> what? Because his voice is completely different. He has this like really mousy voice. And he so I don't know. He's such a different character. And it just speaks to who, you know, to the actor. But my mind was blown when I realized like I put the two together. Yeah. So that's crazy, dude. I my first time um watching I this is the first movie that I ever saw Richard Roxburgh in and so when I watched The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, I was like, oh my god, it's Dracula. And then when I watched Moulin Rouge, I was like, oh my god, it's Dracula. <laughs> like, like, and I think this is probably one of the first movies that I ever watched that had Dracula in it. So like my mm-hmm. image of Dracula is always Richard Roxburgh. Yeah. I'm like any which is interaction crazy. beforehand is like Count Dracula or, you know, like the Count who counts. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. The counting yeah. counts. One, two, three. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> like, I have very little... Ex- Pre-Van Helsing, I have very little experience with any of the lore, really, that they talk about. Like, any of the stories and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. I know a little about... <laughs> but, um, yeah. Like, Dracula is supposed to come from Vlad the Impaler, who actually existed mm-hmm. and... Um, but yeah, I don't know, like a ton. My next note is unnecessary self-stabbing. <laughs> I just was like, <laughs> I was like, why are we doing this? Oh my God. Because yes. drama. Well, I figured that why out. why not? I figured that out. But I was just like, what is happening? Why are we doing this? (laughs) Poor, poor Dr. Frankenstein. I know. Poor, poor Mm -hmm. thing, you know? Which, like, he's completely unrelated, but related. The actor who plays him was Mr. Elliot in Persuasion. Oh, yes. Anyways. Means yes, nothing yes, I know. <laughs> I was just looking through the IMDb page and I'm like, he looks really familiar. I feel like he's Mr. Elliot in Persuasion. And he was. Good. Thank good you. eye. Good I'm eye. Trying my best. I love it. So good. Um, yeah, I really liked how they portrayed mm-hmm. um, Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. But it really did mo- really warp my understanding of the Frankenstein story. So imagine my shock and terror and oh, yeah. uh-huh. when I'm reading Frankenstein. And I'm like, um, he's a dick. And there's no Dracula. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like uh-huh. literally it's this whole movie is just like the biggest fan fiction AU mashup I've ever and it's seen. so great that is kind <laughs> of fun so is it's like there's just everything after I figured out there was just everything I gave up trying to figure it out I was like yeah. whatever there's oh. just everything and here it is <laughs> uh-huh. um my next note is yeah. Papa Malfoy 
so good. It was not Papa Malfoy, but the no, leader of the <laughs> humans with the pitches and torches and whatever. Oh, yeah. The character's name is Top Hat, oh. apparently. Yeah, well, there was just, like, the way he <laughs> turned in one scene. I was like, wait a minute. Is that? Oh, it's not. But I got real excited. <laughs> That's totally fair. Mm-hmm. And but can we talk yeah. about the best introduction of a character? That I've seen in a long time, which is um, which is the introduction of Kate. No, that was pretty great. But um, the introduduction of the three oh. brides of Dracula, they come in. Oh my and god, they are so good! And they are dramatic, and they continue to be obnoxious and dramatic throughout the whole. Like it is like this is what you're gonna get. See this? Yeah. This is it. And it was great because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I wrote hot vampire ladies are silly. <laughs> <laughs> they they, so they really are and they're so they funny. Are. Like like when I was um when I was in middle school watching this with my friend Katie, I was just like we would just constantly be like why uh-huh. are there tits out? Uh, yeah. Literally all of the time and we're like, well, why not? If we're undead and we're hot. Uh-huh. Why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like and <laughs> They are so hot. Yeah. Like, it is ridiculous. I feel like Kate Beckinsale is the tops mm-hmm. for sure. But mm-hmm. oh my God. Yeah, I mean, they're just like, they're the screaming brides? and wailing and crying. And, <laughs> and then the way that they don't kiss but kiss him is horrifying. <laughs> and like, oh, it, oh it's so Oh, it's good. so funny yeah. though. I just want to further the point that that was all very shocking to me oh when i first watched it when you were a child yeah. like oh, them yeah. in, when they're dressed as bats but it's like just like the shape of their body and i'm like oof, okay and then they're in their outfits and i'm like oh why oh. <laughs> okay uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> like it was <laughs> it was a very like it was a lot i'm yeah. sure it was Poor. it's see i Sarah. mean i would for little sarah Oh man, little Sarah must have just. Been... Who is breathing like that? What? Whoa! Oh, there's like some heavy breathing. <laughs> I didn't hear it, so I don't know. It might. I I heard it, and Whoops. it was real creepy. <laughs> we have a stalker on the line, ladies. Yep, that's no. what it is. It's like oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but I was just like, this is so intense um how naked mm-hmm. they are and like the fact that they could just get away with it incredible yes. wonderful amazing mm-hmm. show stopping one of yeah the well and here's how they like... got away with not showing so the vampire ladies did not have nipples showing but kate beckinsale's outfit mm-hmm. always looked like her nips were out did you notice so the way that they positioned the flowers on her white dress her white under dress made it look like mm-hmm. it always oh. makes it like because legitimately at first I was like does she just have like a demi corset on and then her nips are out and it was like no it's her shirt but like there are two perfectly placed flowers that are like pink to be honest for how much I looked at her I didn't know oh my god that. it's all I could look at me too <laughs> I mean, every time <laughs> she came on screen, I was like, damn. Her eyebrows were that was... incredible. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
I, she's just mm-hmm. everything to me, and mm-hmm. I just want everybody mm-hmm. to know that. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, again, I just was not. I was mostly looking at. I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't mostly. I was not looking at her. Um, her boobs so much i was more like looking at her curves yeah, than her booty because that thing is <laughs> what? i <laughs> did not remember that one of their first interactions of van helsing and anna anna mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. she basically like straddles his face yeah that was amazing i laughed so i was like, oh yeah so <laughs> i did, i was like whoa i didn't remember that at all also probably had no idea what that was well it was just it was furthering the whole yeah so sexual yeah um the first line i wrote down because we're kind of going in order Mm -hmm. um yes um (laughs) when van helsing is fighting dr jekyll in notre dame and it's and uh who was hagrid yes by the way that was insane i did not recognize him until you wrote that or whatever, but um, I kind of recognized his voice. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. It says okay. you're the great Van Helsing, and then Van Helsing mutters, "And you're a deranged sociopath." We all have our problems. <laughs> 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 I like literally Hugh Jackman. If he had just like li- like lived it up a little bit. It could have been so funny, but it definitely just felt like Steven Summers was trying to rewrite a darker version of her oh, I think, well, because, like, and we know that he can be that serious, intense, but also extremely funny person, you know, because he was mm-hmm. the Wolverine, which uh-huh. I was so attracted to as a small, you know, when I was younger. I mean, he's still super hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, he was Wolverine. And then he was Van Helsing. And, but he was still kind of starting out in Hollywood in 2004. Mm-hmm. I bet if he were to, if oh, he were yeah, to do it right. again, he might have played it differently. Oh, absolutely. And he yeah. would have killed it. He was, he was still kind of new. Yeah. He was a little baby. Cause this is like, what, three years after mm-hmm. X Men? Oh, yeah. Like the first yeah. one? Yeah. Because the first X-Men was like 2000 or something, maybe 1999. Something like that. I don't know. But like he wasn't like Hugh right. Jackman at that point. Like, because today it's Hugh Jackman who happens to be Wolverine, but like people seeing him on screen in 2004 were like, this is Wolverine. Oh, that right. Is Wolverine. <laughs> you know yes like as they do yeah it was um it was 2000 but he was 36 when he did van helsing oh he looks so good shut the fuck up yeah he's born in 1968 october 12th fun fact that's how old adam driver is right now his birthday is october 12th so happy early birthday hugh jackman happy early birthday i didn't realize he had the same birthday as my sister oh there you go you always remember. Well, there you go. Wait, October 12th is no. like tomorrow. Two days. Monday. Mm-hmm. But you guys will be hearing this in like a long time from So So happy yeah. belated Oh, birthday. yeah. Sorry. In their terms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he, he, he'll be 52. I, yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. 
and he looks much the same, maybe just a little bit uh, of like a sprinkling <laughs> on the edges and a couple of bouts of skin cancer because, you know, he grew up in the uh-huh. 70s in Australia and they didn't believe yeah. in sunscreen. Um, yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, like, yeah, Hugh, Hugh Jackman so is incredible. Can we talk about um, Benny from The Mummy's appearance as yeah. Igor? Oh, yes. Who oh. was Igor? Was uh, Igor? Yeah, Kevin o- J. O'Connor. Um, Igor, much like Benny, was written specifically okay. for him. Okay. Yeah, which is pretty cool. So um, I love this Igor. My favorite Igor of basically all time until I started, until I watched um, the one with uh, what's the Frankenstein with oh, James McAvoy yes. and Daniel Radcliffe as Igor. Mm. So good, by the way. Um, but I, just, Igor, I just wish that there was more Igor yeah. and he could do more Benny mm-hmm. kind of things. Like, Kevin J. O'Connor is so talented. And, like, this, these weird Stephen Summers movies are, like, basically the only place he gets to shine. And he was kind of just put on the backside because, you know, mm-hmm. drama. So I, that's my one gripe. I want more. But he does have a great Igor. line. Do unto others before they do unto me. (laughs) Before you do unto me. (laughs) Oh my god, so good. I love it. Like so right. So silly. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. Um, so here's the one thing I wrote. Like when when um oh the friar, what's his name? Carl. Carl? I just keep saying Carl. You know, that's. I mean, I know who you're talking about. Um, It's like, why does it smell like what dog in here? Oh, werewolf. But like every time somebody said werewolf, it just felt like the cadence that they have in what we do in the shadows. And when they say werewolf, werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) Like, is that what it is? Wait a minute. Is that from Young Frankenstein? Wait a minute. That is from Young Frankenstein. Wait a fucking. Got fucking damn minute. Hold on. What? Nope. Nope. It's Young Frankenstein. Sorry. Hold on. What we Mm -hmm. what we do in the shadows? Let me let me just give me. Okay. There. I I want the twenty (laughs) fourteen. That Igor is my favorite. Oh, okay. That's the only like other like Frankenstein kind of movie. I love that movie. It's so good. Yeah. Okay. So the reason I wanted everybody to wait a goddamn minute is because um, the guy who plays Carl slash Faramir, his name is David Wenham. Um, And so I was like, wait a minute. He's from New Zealand. Was he the werewolf (laughs) in what we do in the shadows because that would be really would. Fucking hilarious no it turns out no yeah well so. <laughs> i mean that's still great but yeah would have quite the connection oh, you were going for, for. sure i know that would have been great i know so good but i was incorrect it is fine um but yeah i just the casting of david wenham who by the way Corey is the is the older Surturi in um What's this fucking called? Oh, okay. uh, the letter to the king. Yes. Like Terry's dad. Terry's adopted yes. dad. Yes, so yes, like yes. The same guy. Um, yes, 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 yes. Um, but it's just like he was so funny. So funny. Like imagine being like, thirteen uh, and having seen Return of the King, 
where he's a ridiculous, like he's so, he's Faramir. And then going to see this movie, I was like, what the heck? He's so silly. I loved it. Yeah. It was so fantastic. Yeah. Um, can we just, okay. The science in this movie. No. Uh, the science doesn't. Yes. The science, science of science. zapping Magic? his babies. Okay, so just this is honestly, this is kind of where I checked out, <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> was when was when they discover the lair of all of the sacks of babies. Yeah, because it's like there's no such thing as birth control, and they're vampires, and there's three, there's four of them, you know, three ladies, and they've been having sex continually, so of course their babies are born undead or dead, and so well, most. All... It's weird that they have them have babies at all because most lore vampires can't get pregnant. Yes, that that's why I kind of checked out because I was like pretty sure nothing would work but okay um but he's dracula so right yeah and so um so then they you know bring these babies to life for a little bit but then the fucking babies explode (laughs) yeah isn't that delightful so that whole yeah they do you know you're just watching it and then they're like attacking all the townspeople and i'm like great all the townspeople are dead no faramir you know meets a pretty hot lady and saves her from yeah. a, a exploding baby mm-hmm. vampire thing, as one would yes. as one does. And um, my favorite excuse that he continually uses throughout the movie is whenever he wants to do something, and people go, "But you're a priest," and he goes, oh, "No, I'm just a friar, <laughs> not a monk." Because not a monk. So... A monk takes a vow of celibacy. A friar does not. Which I did not know that. I had to look that up. I was like, "Aren't you all still just Catholic? Like you still have the no?" Apparently, although he'd never left the Vatican somehow, so he didn't have sex until this lady in Romania, but. Pennsylvania. Whatever. Well, you know, <laughs> let me tell you. We're not we're not in the business of, of shaming no. people who take an involuntary vow. An involuntary so right, right, right. We're he's just <laughs> an incel. Leave him be. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, but the babies exploded. And at that point I was like, okay. I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's completely valid. I feel like you, uh, walk, you yeah. go through this movie and the reason it has such, like, so much meaning is the nostalgia because I was like, ooh, I have no idea. And I didn't have any kind of a basis of knowledge for any of these things, so I'm not going to question it. Mm-hmm. And I just enjoyed myself. Absolutely. But 100%, it doesn't make sense. I still don't understand what the little gremlins that sound like Daleks are. They're oh great. God, they, sound, the, the, they sound uh, the just Dewarity. like Daleks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kept expecting them to say exterminate. <laughs> exterminate. Yes. Um, yeah. But I I didn't. I was like, what, what are you? I don't understand. I was never fully. I still don't understand who they are. So. No. Yeah. They, they, they didn't give a, a, a great, <laughs> um, you know explanation as to who the fuck they are where Mm -hmm. the hell they came from and it's kind of hilarious to me yes (laughs) yeah 
I don't right? know who they are, where they're from, <laughs> what. Yes. But here's the thing. Here's where I checked back in. Okay. Was um, when oh, they yes? meet Frankenstein's monster and she calls him Frankenstein's monster. And I was like, good, good, good. Here we go. And then they're kind of like fighting and she goes, what do you want? And he goes, to exist. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's. That hurts. I'm oh, like, yeah. yeah. Like, like I've been. And like, it's, it's very, um, like, let's talk about the humanization of Frankenstein. Honestly, some of the, like out of all of the Frankenstein media that I feel like I've ever seen, this is the first time I've seen a monster that's actually true to the, what's the, the mm-hmm. depicted in the book. Yeah. Like really intelligent like, and smart because in young Frankenstein, which is such a good movie. But, like, he's he, really... He's, like, this big brute who, like, let's go have sex. Well, because his brain is Abby normal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. He doesn't get, like... <laughs> you yes. know, so... He's endearing mm-hmm. in Young Frankenstein. But he's not intelligent. He doesn't really... Prov- like, you... I liked the then the conflict that it raises of... Well, he's a monster, so he's supposed to die. But he's not evil. Yeah, I so loved what? that. So we need to take him back to the Vatican to keep him safe. Which mm-hmm. obviously never happened. But they just let him go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked that. I really liked. So, yeah. I But when he was like to exit. And the actor is so good. Mm-hmm. Who was it who played Frankenstein? Or Frankenstein's monster? I got you. Oh. Hold on. Yeah, because he was. I thought he was incredible. Yeah, he but had so much. Schuler like, Hensley. Okay. Is. I miss. I don't. It's I think spelled S H U L E R. But he oh, was in the Legend of. He was in the Greatest Showman as the lead protester. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, he isn't been in in much i mean i mean he's been in a lot of things but nothing like major mm-hmm. that i know of i feel like he's like a he, stage he actor for really the most good. part he played kerchak in disney's musical tarzan on broadway in 2006 checks yep. out checks out <laughs> checks out because he he is like mm-hmm. literally chewing um, on scenery he, he is just Okay, Stealing so it says he's now played Frankenstein's times. monster three times in Van Helsing in 2004 on the concept album and workshop of Frankenstein the Musical by Mark Barron and Jeffrey Jackson, and finally in the Broadway production of Young Frankenstein. I love it. So yeah, yeah. it's like he was a uh, yeah, Broadway actor. Which, which, truthfully, the way he emotes and everything, it makes sense because he's so good. Mm-hmm. He's really good. But, um, are you ready for my next notes? I mean, I don't know. Possibly, you Let's are. Go. You're. It's gonna be great. I wrote, "Oh my, so much." Friar sexy time. <laughs> bye bye, Anna. And then just jester outfit. <laughs> yes. Ah uh, 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 yes. The jester outfit is a <laughs> yes. <reset>. Yes. <laughs> so oh, silly. Van Helsing's outfit during that masquerade was giving me some Toby vibes from um, the Don Quixote movie. 
<laughs> oh my god yeah anyway oh my god yeah i know we just oh. talked about this <laughs> what what earlier today but a week right. ago in the listeners <laughs> mind so it's fine anytime we have an opportunity to talk about toby from the man yes. Kyoto, i'm gonna take it oh <laughs> god what a hottie what a fucking hottie anybody who looks like him just contact me if you yeah. look like that i would very much like i feel, I feel <laughs> like on those um, same lines we can continue with what we were saying but also we need to talk about the hair and the leather so much oh my god there every time i <laughs> looked at that hair i was just like we're talking about huge, huge jackman's hair number one hugh jackman's hair. hair well everybody's hair is a wig except for everybody's hair is a wig but like specifically Hugh Jackman's um beautiful yeah. Van Helsing wig it is probably one of the greatest mm-hmm. wigs I've ever seen on t- on in film yeah. like it is he looked like I what Gaston wishes he looks like mm. if that makes sense I really I yeah. really needed like yeah it if does. he had a man bun oh. mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, excuse me. I will need a moment. <laughs> but I, I just <laughs> Jesus. But you know what I could not help thinking was I was like, this is Adam Driver's yeah. hair, but longer. Oh, uh-huh. that's all I kept thinking. I like, go this through is most literally of my movies <laughs> comparing people's hair to Adam Driver's hair, <laughs> as you should. <laughs> yeah, his is hair is magical. literally. That's probably one of the few things we should probably oh. should have talked about. Is we did glorious locks. There's but we so, just much, did so not. much, so many technical difficulties. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. many. Yeah, I did find. Okay, so this is um, I I liked the story point sort of of them like figuring out that like her great ancestor, like she's related to Dracula. Hmm. Um, all of that was really mm-hmm. interesting. What I thought was it should be in a different movie <laughs> because there was just, like so much happening. And I was like, wait, did something really important just happen? I'm having such a hard time focusing like <laughs> because it was seriously. Like, oh. So he's actually like my great, 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 great cousin or whatever. And that his father couldn't kill his own son and so he locked him away in this castle and then the devil gave him wings so he could leave the castle i feel like it took me maybe um at least six times watching that to like re- this movie to really comprehend oh shit mm-hmm. dracula is related to mm. anna like I, like it took me forever to figure that out, um, and once I did, I was like, "Oh, they would have had okay. uh, real Suddenly. weird babies because they'd have been dead, but with like mixed up toes and some crisscrossed fingers." Oh shit! I just realized that. that- uh, oh yeah. no! I I was today years old when I realized that and remembered that they're related. Yeah. And he tried to fuck her. He wanted her to be his fourth. I don't like that. His fourth bride. <laughs> new, well, his new bride. Well, was, at that time, two of his brides were dead. Well, did he? Okay, so that's where I, I got a little lost. Did he want her as a fourth and then those brides kept dying? Or, like, or were they supposed to kill her and then they died so, so he wanted to replace them? Yeah, I do believe. Do you know what I mean? 
he and they were originally trying to kill her because they're trying to kill off that line the family line um but then he's like you know what she's hot i'm down two wives let's try this angle and see how it goes okay and I think it was Almost, nearly yeah. successful. Mm-hmm. hadn't shown up. Who knows right? what would have happened. But so then, did Van Helsing kill Dracula to make him Dracula? Technically. So, what? According to it, yeah. <laughs> he said that Gabriel killed him. Yeah. Um, but then he had to become a, a werewolf. We're, we really are going to get super confused if at almost <laughs> midnight my time, we're trying to figure out why. <laughs> this is what was said. Let me put it this way. They were like, they did the whole line that Mariah has done for me many a time where it was like, born 1622, murdered 1682. Murdered. Or whatever. And then he just moved on from that. But then yeah. like 10 minutes later, he was like, you're right, Gabriel. You are finding out that you were the one who in fact murdered me. And I was like, What? just happened and why couldn't you have said that before Yeah, when yeah. we were having a chit chat and now people are fighting and it's loud yeah. and I don't know what you're saying <laughs> yeah like the, I like to think about most of these Stephen Summers movies but especially Van Helsing with like the time travel paradox of and conundrum like you can't mm-hmm. think about it too hard <laughs> no. it, just, it, it, it just doesn't make sense, sense. <laughs> I mean and like that's that's not the point of this movie. The point is to yeah, not make there, sense. There are the way to look at hot yeah, people there are way and have many plot times and things to make any sense whatsoever. You just you gotta look at the, yeah yeah the hot people really. Which which then so then that ties in because my next note is Van Helsing is werewolf. What a day. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what what. <laughs> Mm-hmm. A day. He's been having mm-hmm. a moment, you know. He's just he's just doing his best, trying to like be the most wanted man in Europe and be the tool of the church and dealing with murdering actual real life people at all times in his life and just then on top of that he just has to be a murderer and like and become then he mm-hmm. has to be a bit werewolf. Like I would he's just having a bad time. This is like literally Gabriel Van Helsing in the terrible yeah. no good very yes. life. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Although um I do have to say the werewolf transitions were as disgusting as you could possibly make them. But Loves their them. exfoliation must be just top notch because that skin is gone. Yeah. Seriously. I was I was getting so good. <laughs> He's so shiny. Yes. I was getting um Skyrim vibes. What? Okay. So Explain, please, for us. I have never really played video games except for Skyrim because it's a first person, it's story mostly, so you don't have to like always be on your guard and have to be really good at hand eye coordination. <laughs> Like, you can take a while to get back into the swing of things when you start playing. Anyways, it's a great game. I like it a lot. Um, But there is this one, um, like, quest you can go on and you become a vampire. 
Not okay. A va- well, there's one you can go on to become a vampire, but that's actually a really bad one because then you're weak to fire and you basically die every time someone has fire. Um, but you can also there's another quest, and to that, that's a, a problem, in the- and that's the one where I was getting Skyrim vibes while uh, watching this movie because the way their werewolves look in the movie look very similar to the Skyrim werewolves um because everyone kind of portrays werewolves differently I remember I think um, the American werewolf Mm -hmm. doesn't look like this kind of werewolf Mm -hmm. and it was really weird to me seeing especially um Prisoner of Azkaban their werewolf I was like excuse me that's not a werewolf because I'm thinking like Teen Wolf or you know like werewolf Mm -hmm. or Vampire Diaries werewolf Wait, but which, but which, which, which Teen no. Wolf? The Michael J. Fox one, which I'm is funny, TV goofy, show. or like, like Teen Wolf, the, the like garbage M- TV show. Okay, cool. with hot people. Listen, listen. No doubt, no doubt. It's no a doubt. garbage fire that we enjoy. Yes, really. exactly. The first three seasons. So, <laughs> but it was like to see. I, so I've seen several other things that portray werewolves like in this manner, and it's interesting just to see the different ways. But there was the way that they were like moving it was reminding me of playing skyrim <laughs> anyways yeah. they did um i must say out of everything in this movie that held up the most mm-hmm. it's yeah. the cg the cg yes. is actually really good considering that it's mm-hmm. literally 16 years old yeah it's really good i wow. was i was very much surprised in my like so i think I wrote, did it age well? And at least as far as the CGI, like graphics, like that goes, I think the most noticeable was with um, Mr. Hyde, uh, Jekyll and Hyde. Um, I would agree. But other than that, I was very surprised at how well it helped. Yeah. Well, pleasantly surprised. Like the, um, the transition for the female vampires. Mm-hmm. From when they're in their flying form to where they're in their like dressed pretty sexy form is yeah. like really flawless. It is. Um, and even like the face one my brother came out in the last like half hour and one of the vampire like in the castle, they like did a thing or whatever. And uh he goes, Oh, they gave them the predator faces. Fun. <laughs> and I was like, that's fair. But it looks good. Like it works. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the weird unhinged jaw look that some old CGI can have. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Um, Can we just talk about when the two, when the two brides of Dracula are like hanging upside down from the ceiling? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh my God. Their faces look so funny. I'm like, I was not. Yeah. I was not staring at their faces. I Half of their clothing their was boobs. like, yeah, it was like up. So, so they had like robes and then capes, and the capes were like hanging down from the ceiling, but the robes stayed up. And oh my yeah. god, I don't yeah. even know. It was great. I loved it. Listen again. <laughs> if we think about it too much, <laughs> yes, we're just hurt Agreed. ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> And I think. Oh yeah, no, it was amazing. I like their their beautiful their beautiful boobs just out for us, 
Also, one of the things that I love to think about is where the fuck are all of these brides from? I just assume like he like would what would like be out and about in the you know countryside, and he'd see a pretty lady and steal her and turn her into a vampire. Well, yeah, right, but. The thing is, they're from different places, you know? Like, you can tell by the way they speak and the way they dress. Like, all of the brides have very distinct mm-hmm. costumes. And they feel... Because, like, um, mm-hmm. um, Alira, the, well, the redhead one, she seems most like um, native Transylvanian. Whereas um, the blonde one kind of was dressed more along... Yeah, Marishka. So she dresses... Even though she's blonde, I had the feeling that she was supposed mm-hmm. to be more like Ottoman Empire because of how she was dressed. She was dressed like a stereotypical Western depiction of okay. some like a harem girl. But they cat but right. they casted a white girl because you know you have to. And then um the other one who I don't remember who what her name is. I don't even think I she's think like she's, I just don't remember what it is. But she's the, Right, exactly. Um but she has like mm-hmm. that weird Victorian neckline, and she dress- she speaks in a British Verona. accent, and so I think that she's supposed to be meet Verona. But I do think that she's the original Mina Harker, mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. who she's supposed to be. Um, because of like that weird, you know, she looks like fucking Elizabeth, yes. you know, with her weird neckline. Um, but that's that was my theory. That's my theory that I've been wanting to talk about for I want to say. Um, my whole life so okay. thank yeah. you for letting me absolutely that can i Appreciate just that. I, so I, as we're talking and i had to look up her name for you guys you know it's a compulsion mm-hmm. i have problems mm-hmm. um i was then looking <laughs> Never. at the trivia and the first trivia listed on imdb is that stephen summers deliberately chose to avoid the style of transformations from other werewolf films where the character would usually grow hair as part of the change. Instead, the decision was made to have the character rip his skin off to reveal the werewolf form underneath, going with the idea that the beast comes from within. Okay. I thought that was really interesting. I'll... Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's I'll a accept. great idea. It looks disgusting. But it's a really... <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, no. I should have read these ahead of time, guys. <laughs> but the film was intended to start a series of Van Helsing what? adventure movies. However, mm. the reviews were bad and box office returns were far below expectations. All plans for a sequel were dropped within several days of the film's opening. Oh, that does explain the Lone Ranger ending, though. Mm-hmm. With them going off into the sunset. It with does. Sidekick and they're going to just, you know, keep working. Yes. And they go in. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for like the last of my notes? Because I feel like you'll appreciate these. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to read them and then we'll stop reading from my notes. But I just, because it was the first time I watched it, I was like, here you go. (laughs) Uh, I said, wait, it takes a werewolf bite? Exploding babies again. Oh, hello, crying shirtless man. And then so long. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, hello. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry and then so Not long sorry. farewell Alvider Zane goodbye fire dead lady <laughs> and then I just the wrote sun. cloud goodbye <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so silly because I feel like it's um, so silly 
as someone who was watching it for the first time, like the beginning is super, super good and it really does bring you in. And then there's like just this huge chunk of middle where it's like, like we've said, like a little confusing, mm-hmm. but then the ending is pretty good in, in like kind of wrapping everything up with a bow. And once you get past the weird, uh, Sarah, you called it a Mufasa moment. Yes. You kind of, like, do figure out it's, like, no, like, he's been around and on Earth for a really long time. Like, he's not just going to have some lady love, you know? Like, he has to keep fighting these evil things on Earth. And I could see how they were totally trying to set it up for a sequel. hmm Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now that I know mm-hmm. that, like... It makes me mad that not enough yeah. people watch this um, movie. Also, Jem found in the trivia facts the diminutive henchmen, the dwarger, are actually dwarves from Germanic folklore. So he really just grabbed everything for this movie. It makes sense. And he changed his name from Abraham to Gabriel because he did not think he could have a lead character named Abraham. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Point. Like Gabriel's Anyways. better. Um, wait, I have another, because there were really great, like, quippy lines. And Anna was saying to the werewolf girl, or not the werewolf, sorry, the vampire, she goes, if you're going to kill someone, kill them. Don't just stand there talking about it. Yes. <laughs> okay. So good. Okay. He uh, didn't have a wig. He had hair extensions. Oh. Yes. <gasps> no wonder it's so beautiful. It's his real hair, okay. but longer. Right. And his real human hair, I bet. Mm-hmm. Because it's, Does it tell you, know, you what the budget it's was? It's all that mummy money, you know? Um, I haven't. I mean, it's on there. I just I haven't gotten to that part yet. It was an. It, I am reading that it is unusual that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde was included. Because the fil- it says, while the film is an homage to the 1930s and 40s universal monster horror films, the inclusion of Mr. Hyde is an oddity, as an oddity, as he was never one of the universal monster roster. Because he didn't, like, they didn't do anything until 1953 for that. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. Oh, fun fact um, mm-hmm. that I was reading on Amazon um, while I was watching this movie is mm-hmm. um, Carl... You know, Faramir. He's named Carl after Carl Lemley, who's the original um, founder yes. and head so, of Universal Studios. So, okay, it looks like the really cool. estimated budget was 160 billion. Billion? Million. One six zero million, and then six zeros after that. That million? That's a million. Oh, whatever. I'm real bad at math. <laughs> um. <laughs> If because um one because a billion gotcha. is ten nine zeros okay not it's worldwide nine gross three hundred million. I mean, they made their money back, but like yeah. it's not it's no yeah. mummy, you know. The mummy, but it's really so hard bad. to follow the mummy, <laughs> especially when it's. The mummy is so silly. I love it. Like, I can... The the Van Helsing problem, I feel like, just could have been fixed if it was just trying... If it just stuck to what it was trying to do. 
instead of trying to morph into what they thought the audience wanted. Yeah. You know? But um, but that being said, I think it was a successful movie for what it was during the time. And I am so glad that it exists now. Right. Where I can go back and, and it watch is a Halloween a movie because she even says, Oh, well, we can like, there's a, there's an All Hallows ball that you can come to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Much like Die Hard is a Christmas movie, this is a Halloween movie. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm hmm. Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and I okay. will fight anybody <laughs> who says it is not. All right. Any anything else? I mean, I think we've talked about everything on my list. I I guess we talked about the Mufasa moment before we started officially recording. Oh yeah. For the listeners, I'll let you know. The Mufasa moment is the very is basically the very end. And he looks to the sky <laughs> and he so sees silly. Anna in the clouds. And is he like she holding her? Happy. Or is, is she with her brother? I assume she was with her brother. Yeah, which we didn't really talk about him, but he was so hot. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he was. He's so hot. Literally, he's, in the beginning, I wrote something hot. like, oh, he's... really hot siblings. Oh, never mind. Goodbye, sir. Because <laughs> he dies so quickly. Yeah. Like, me. Me watching this as a child and trying to desperately get rid of my um, weird, my crush on Kate Beckinsale. I was just like, oh my god, uh, Valken's just so hot. I mean, he is, don't get me wrong. But um, I think I've I've been having this conversation in my head while we've been talking of like, you know Mm -hmm. what I love about Anna, the character, is she's basically (laughs) a himbo. She's hot yes. and strong and so stupid. She's the, what if we make her she's a shimbo? Literally a himbo, and I'm like because yes. she's not a bimbo. <laughs> like it's not she's the a same shimbo. thing. No, she, she could be a shimbo. No, absolutely mm-hmm. not. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I'll love that. I'll, I'll allow it. Um, but yeah, anything else you want to talk about this delightful film? Um. Cool. No, Excellent. you guys good? I just don't want it to sound like I <laughs> nope. like really needed it. I do think like I can see how the nostalgia factor of this is like mm-hmm. if you grew up with this movie, y- yeah, I would absolutely have loved it. Um, yeah, and like it is just so campy and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think I think that speaks to I think we never really addressed the question of did it age well and i think that's part of it as opposed to like the mummy where the mummy is great it was great in 1999 it was great 10 years ago it was great today i think yeah Mm -hmm. and i'm like i don't know Mm -hmm. if that could be it could for me be said of van helsing (laughs) but i don't know if everyone you know like if you watched it 10 years ago or if you watched it today and how old you were, you know, like, yeah. Well, I think the thing that ages well is just for me from trying to even find the movie, the fact that people like the story and there are multiple iterations of this and there are multiple movies called Van Helsing. And then like, there's like the TV show called Van Helsing. So like, that's how it ages well, is that it's the story that people can keep telling over and over and really enjoying it, apparently. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
yeah like i feel like the concept of this movie um really did inspire a lot of different other um properties and that's i think why what the legacy of it is not necessarily that it itself is a good movie because it's let's be real it's not um but the fact that you can take something like this weird van helsing myth um, and the story of dracula and reinvent it in multiple ways and make it your own and i think that's why it's so so good to me even though it, it itself does not hold up it kind of you, you know as i love to say mm-hmm. this bitch walks uh-huh. yeah uh, this so bitch could walks run. so that dracula oh, like... could run. have you guys seen that movie <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay. Oh my god. No. It's what is that? Terrible, but it's so good. Uh Luke Evans plays Dracula. It's Dracula Untold. He's so hot. My goodness. Oh, it's it's perfection. Um when my brother came in and he was like kind of asking me about the movie, he goes, "Is it bad like Dracula Untold?" And I was like, "No, actually it's better than Dracula Untold." And he goes, "Okay." <laughs> But Dracula Untold still fun. Like, I'll still watch that mm-hmm. one. So, like, you know, this bitch walked. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that Dracula Untold could just run away with the Dracula myth. There you go. Yeah. Well, I'll have to yeah, absolutely. watch Please that do. one. That sounds good. It's real rough. And by it's, good, I mean it's, it's very it's, bad. And it's an adventure. Alley. Much okay. like this film. It'll take you on a lot of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Uh, speaking of, what are we loving this week, ladies? Mm, oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Oh! Oh! I for okay, so my favorite <laughs> podcast besides this one oh, yeah. is 99% Invisible, um, which is a fabulous podcast about design, which is like, how could you make a podcast about a visual medium? They fucking did it and they've been doing it for 10 years and it's just so good. But they put out a book called the 99% Invisible City and it's about how cities are designed and you can kind of take this book around your city and um, like use it as like a like a workbook basically because it's like it's not about how New York or Oakland or LA was built it's what how how, why do we have animal uh covers Uh like and how are those designed like what is the like um like the different development of mailboxes and like um, apartment buildings. Like it, so it's just like, how does a city function and like the history of the design of specific things that every city has. And um, I got it earlier this week on Thursday night, publication was on what Friday. And so nice. I'm so excited to read. Yeah. I really love that podcast. Cause they do, they talk about, um, the whole concept is it's about the things that are every day in our lives that nobody even notices because they're just so like common to like manhole covers. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so with my broken foot, I just mm-hmm. like have been chilling and not doing a whole lot. 
Um, I do have the privilege of working from home, but then I just sit around the rest of the day. <laughs> and I yes. have been watching all of Bob's Burgers. I have gotten through all 10 seasons in like two Aww. weeks. My family is going insane listening to the theme music, but I love it. <laughs> so It's such a good show. It's such a good show. Have you seen the family no. on TikTok that recreates it? Yay. Each scene? Oh yeah, my God, just, I'll send it I to love, you. It's um, so good. Especially now that I'm sitting through and watching it all, like, all in one. Like, they reuse mm-hmm. certain, like, uh, the guy who plays Kenny in 30 Rock, he's a main, he, like, always comes on. And he's a voice of, like, many, many, like, you know, one-time characters. And it's just fun to see how they, like, reuse people. And it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, have I mean, you seen watched them, the Christmas so. episodes? One of them has Adam Driver. Yes. No, but like, <laughs> yes, I know, you know that parts one and yeah, two. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, the bleakening. trust me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god! And he even imagine like, my shock when I found bit. that yeah, out. I was so like, good. wait, what? Did you a Bob's Burgers song? Oh, yep. Yeah, my my one question is I just I really really just what did they tell him (laughs) that uh, he loves Bob's Burgers or Joanne does and was like, hey, (laughs) you can go be on this show. (laughs) It's like, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, Sarah. So, yes, good. I have um, been really loving this chocolate mug cake. I got a recipe off instagram from uh, a former winner of great british baking show perfect and it's really simple all you need is a tablespoon measuring like a tablespoon and an eighth of a tablespoon or eighth teaspoon and that's it to like measure things into your mug and then i didn't even use the recipe today like i've already i've made it three or four times nice and um i i just have the recipe memorized now and it's so good and it's just the perfect amount of cake and if you because if you're just like ah i really just want chocolate cake right and you don't have anything and you don't want to go to the store like it's great because it's flour and it's not very sweet too which i appreciate i don't like cake and especially frosting is super sweet and so it's just cocoa powder and a little bit of sugar and then you put chocolate chips in and they melt and that's your sweetness and it's mm, I just had one before we recorded Yay. and it was so <laughs> it was so good I didn't overbake it this time guys it takes 60 seconds to make it in the microwave I mean I really don't understand I'm like everyone should make it I love it's it it's so good Yay. anyways all right Corey, what are we talking Yay. about next week? Okay. So um, we're going to switch it up. And I'm not going to do the thing I originally said. We're going to watch Hocus Pocus. Because Sarah <laughs> has never seen it. And it's spooky yes, season. Because somebody <laughs> hasn't seen it. <laughs> Yay. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers. So I fun. know we've said we're going to do historical oh, figures. But we'll get to that like in November. <laughs> we're going to do Hocus Pocus. And I'm so excited. Excellent. Do you know how good? You know how good yes. Hocus Pocus is. Color pop. Yeah. 
the makeup line released oh, a Hocus yes. Pocus box. And I want it so bad. I did see that. Yeah, someone <laughs> the eyeshadow I think someone on TikTok fire. or someone something yes. like that was putting it up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They have these liquid eyeliners that are like in the three colors of the three witches. Oh, it's beautiful. Anyway, we're gonna watch Hocus Pocus. Okay. Excited. Anyway. Yay! Thank you so much for listening to the Drive Time Pod listeners. Uh, we are totally listener supported, <laughs> meaning we make no money off of this. So please give us some. You can give us money. We don't have Venmo, but maybe we can set that up, I guess. But you can always talk to us and give us, uh, you know, tips, tricks, and automobiles um, at thedrivetimepod.gmail.com and um, at Instagram, thedrivetimepod, and on anchor you can leave us a voicemail (laughs) because we desperately need attention um we hope that you have a wonderful spoopy ooky season um and please don't go to transylvania that place is sketchy as hell even though it's full of hot people but if you do have to kill somebody don't just stand there talking about (laughs) yes please yes just kill them Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.